It's the Hats Off Gloves Off Podcast with Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, welcome to the Hats Off Gloves Off. Um, apologies for any technical issues. We're... Um, where are we technically? Is this Yucca Valley? We are technically in Joshua Tree now. We were in Yucca Valley about an hour ago. Now we are in Joshua Tree. This Joshua Tree. Um, the, the famous tree named after Josh. It's a national park. And Josh was a dick. I don't even know why he got a tree named after him. Yeah, who was? I, got, I, I mean, you think I'd looked it up by now, but who cares? Um, we're going to keep it short because we have to turn the AC off. And then we're going to have a Walmart. Like, true uh, frontiersman. So I'm going to get rid of this uh, this Kim Jong-un thing. He's doing good. He's supposedly on a tropical island healing, I just read. Yeah, he's fine. Um, they found a bunch of like yachts on this island where he frequents. So uh, that's the latest story I heard. No joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, all the yachts. You know he invented the yacht? I heard, yeah. And ketchup. Ketchup, too? Mm-hmm. I wish he was here. All the moths would, uh, <laughs> would vacate this cabin. Yeah, we just got to this new cabin and... No exaggeration, we've had at least 52. Yeah, yeah. I, I I took the brunt of it. I stormed the beach on D-Day. I got here first, and then uh, and Spencer showed up. I was like, dude, I, no joke, cleared out like 30 moths. And he's like, uh, he's like, all right, I believe you. But then fast forward, and then we've cleared out about the same amount together. I just lifted the comforter on the bed, and like 10 flew out of there. <laughs> and, uh, we're, we're roughing it, man. It's Moth City, but my, it's beautiful. My bed seems nice, though. I didn't see anything. It is beautiful here. But yours got the AC overhead, so I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, hats off, gloves off. Hats off to those who deserve it. Gloves off to those who deserve it. Pats on the back. Pats on the fanny. First one is a... What was a, a what? <laughs> you cut out. First one's a hats off. Hats off. Hats off. Hats off to you, sir. Bear with this, folks. So the nation of China, the People's Communist Republic of C, or whatever they call it, um, is uh, first of all denying any involvement in Corona. Now they're saying it's the fault of the United States, which, which um, I don't know. I'll have to you have to forward me a couple of Wikipedia articles for me to believe that one. But um, and they're backing this information, saying there's no cover up because cover ups simply aren't permitted. <laughs> that's that's hard to argue with that logic, though. I mean, that's so simple. That's so simple and beautiful, it can't be wrong. Yeah, when you live, like, in a, a nation like China, where it's like, if it's not permitted, it's actually not permitted. You know, like, there's no, like, chewing gum in Singapore. Yeah, well, they you can't even look up Winnie the Pooh in China because some people uh, said the supreme leader looks like Winnie the Pooh, so he scrubbed the internet of Winnie the Pooh. But does he? Yeah, he kind of does. Oh, okay, yeah, I get it then. But is it defamatory? He's like a beloved... Yeah, no, it's people who are against him. And one lady refused to stop the Winnie the Pooh thing, and she was doing a live stream and was drinking out of Winnie the Pooh cup, and she disappeared. Oh. This is probably like eight months ago. Yeah, that's another thing is the whole disappear thing. Yeah, it's like the mafia. Yeah, but it's like... You uh, know they're dead, but you don't because you don't find them. If they were smart, they wouldn't kill them because you might as well get free labor out of them. You, you send them to like one of your gulags. Oh, so they're out there working. Or whatever you call them in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might as well. You know, if, if you are going to work them, you at least work them to the bone before you kill them. Yeah. All right. Have them build a railroad or something. That's how uh, Russia, uh, Germany built all their railroads using um, Hebrew labor, as I've been told. Uh, um, 
yeah, of course. So, uh, so we're we're here to blame as usual. We're yeah. dirty Americans. We're disgusting Americans. Yeah, the melting pot is to blame. I believe it was us. If this, if America was made up purely of Chinese people, then not a disease to be had. But unfortunately, in the United States, where cover-ups are permitted, looking at you, CIA, um, it looks like we're going to have to take the hit on this one, economically and uh, spiritually. Well, and the thing is, we're dumb. We were just with a guy from China like three hours ago. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. Why did we not consult with him to get the facts? Because... He's kind of half on, our, you know, he's half on our side, but I still don't trust him. Yeah, you never know. Because, I mean, they had that lady that was working, uh, or the guy was working for Diane Feinstein for like 20 years. And it turned out he was a Chinese spy. So for like 20 years? Yeah. Good spy. That's what I'm saying is you just kind of lay low. You basically, it's like a, that show The Americans where you just get like a real job and then you just basically report back different things. You might have to carry out like a assassination here or there. No. Uh, under the cloak of night but um that's it that's all i got hats off to china for not allowing cover-ups because frankly transparency is the key to freedom well i got a this i mean this is kind of freedom related i got a gloves off and uh just having the freedom of being an american i've been uh I have been in quarantine for quite a long time in multiple states. I've been going crazy. <laughs> and so I after, I invited a, a small group of um, companions up to my desert hideaway, friends I knew that were social distancing and quarantining. And uh, I got to give gloves off to a friend with no, absolutely zero follow through. I'm disgusted. I came up and he's a sick person. I came up, there are jackrabbits all over the property running around. So I said, hey, we should catch one. And my friend Keenan, whose name I will not mention. Well, when I first got up here, they're like, hey, we're trying to catch a rabbit. And I was like, oh, do you have like a snare or like a professional trap or something? And they said, no, they, we have a weight on top of a milk crate. I wanted to go classic, coyote, roadrunner, bird seen under the box, pull the stick. Keenan wanted to do a snare. And he was drunk, and I was disgusted because I said, if we do a snare, we might kill the rabbit or hurt the rabbit. And if we did accidentally kill the rabbit, I would then be forced to field dress it because I could break down a rabbit. I've done it before. And eat it. And wild rabbit would be disgusting. I didn't want to do it. So I wanted to do more of a harmless catch, just classic, you know, like I said, bucks with a string. And my buddy was all drunk. He bucks got, with a string, like a, like a girl on her period. He <laughs> He got really into it. We uh, got it ready, built it, put lettuce under there, put some apple slices. And then my friend, who was in charge of it, lost all enthusiasm, did not watch, not patrol. And the rabbits got in there. They ate all the lettuce, they ate all the apples. They fucking loved it. Multiple times. And so we were going to have a cute rabbit pet, and now we don't because Keenan had no follow through. I like how you were, you were hiding his name up until the end. <laughs> no, I said it like five times. And then his name was Keenan. I literally said Keenan, whose name I will not mention. <laughs> so when you're going to do some trapping, we're on the old frontier right here. You know, we're not just eating chicken tenders and frozen pizzas up here. We want to eat off the land. Uh, yeah, and then we're at least on the um, I wish we had a Ted Nugent drop for that one, but uh, yeah, I was stoked. I rolled up and they're like, Hey, we're trying to catch a rabbit, and I was like, Oh, we're gonna eat rabbit, and they're like, Well, we're not gonna eat it. I was like, Well, then you don't hunt unless you're planning to kill, 
Yeah, we just wanted to put a crate over it and watch it for a little bit. And then my plan was to have Keenan get bit by it when he, we set it free. That was really the plan because I bet those guys bite. Yeah, you just want to give a small mammal a heart attack was the plan. And then you set it free back into the wild so it can go rally its uh, rabbit comrades. It's the American way. Watership down style and they can come back in force. That's what I kept thinking about was Watership Down, seeing all the families of rabbits and the little mice and stuff. They had their, you know, rabbits were on top, mice were the slaves, the peasants. Because we'd be, we'd be like badasses, like, you know, high on our horse, sitting, laughing at like this little bunny that's stuck in a milk crate. But then once his like, you know, 12 pound dad comes around, you're not so courageous. Oh, hell no. Those rabbits are big. I guarantee you they bite a lot. Um, yeah, rabbits are like uh, oddly ferocious. Like, more than you'd think. When they need to be. Well, especially these ones. These are like desert hares. They're, they're big as shit. They don't really even hop. They just sprint. Yeah. It's kind of creepy how big they are. But uh, They have big, black, bulging eyes and giant ears. You ever seen a Flemish giant? No. It's this rabbit. Uh, it's a specific breed. They get, like, 25 pounds. They're the size of, like, a fucking uh, collie. Whew. Yeah. Ooh, I want one of those. Those are, like, strictly pets, though. Um. Which I'd be down. A rabbit seems like a real low-maintenance, high-reward pet. They're all down to cuddle. They seem pretty chill. You don't have to, like, do much for them. You keep them in the cage for the most part, and for some reason, like, if you kept, like, a cat or a small dog in a cage at all times, you'd be a horrible person. But for some reason, you're allowed to keep rabbits in cages, no problem. Yeah, and then, you know, just let it hang out with you while you watch Netflix. My stepmom, when my dad first started dating her, she had eight rabbits in her side yard. Red flag. Yeah, she had a lot of pets. We have no rabbits now, but my little sister had a rabbit when she was, uh, she had, I don't know, when she was like five. And uh, and then my, my dad just started bringing up how there's an owl in the backyard and then we never saw the rabbit again. So was it really an owl or did your stepdad just kill the rabbit? I don't know. Um, I'd like to believe that the owl took it and that my dad isn't a murderer. Because I thought owls stuck more to mice. Well... Owls will, any owls will take dogs. They'll take cats. No. Yeah. An owl, like a like a big like a, a big ass owl, will take down a small. I thought owls just killed mice. They're all over the place. They're easy to catch. Cause I did a, I did I dissected owl poop in elementary school. Oh, and the pelts. Yeah, and then you get the whole mouse skeleton and assemble it. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really cool thing to do. Cause you're in like third grade, so poop is still funny and. And literally skeletons in it. It's a win-win. Um, we dissected sharks in, I think, 10th grade. And everybody, you're supposed to, like, throw away the shark tail. They were, like, two-foot-long sharks. And you're supposed to throw away the shark tail. But I just gathered everybody else's shark tails. And I was just throwing them at people at lunch period. That's a good move. Yeah, because also when people aren't, like, you know, especially, like, freshmen, when they hadn't taken biology yet, they're like, where the fuck did you get a shark's tail? And why did you throw it at me? Yeah, an asshole, but you're also like the king of mystery. I mean, you're not you're you're in a city nowhere near the ocean. Yeah, and you just have shark tails on hand. I'm in a, but a desert on top of a mountain, and I somehow came. I have a bag with twelve shark tails. But in you're it. an asshole enough to throw them at people. Not to be confused with the Will Smith vehicle shark tail. You know, it's a really cool for all you kids listening out there. If you want to get back at your at your enemies, a really cool move is you get pistachio nuts. Uh, have your mom pack you some pistachios in your lunch, and if you get the shell, 
and you rub it on the asphalt for like 10 seconds, it gets so hot that it'll burn through your skin. Oh, that's so you put, you put it on the ground, you rub it on the asphalt with your feet, and then I just go like this to you and put it on your neck, and oh. it'll, it'll burn through your skin. We used to do that all the time. That's pretty rad. It, they used to sharpen sporks. Oh, well, and just and just try to slice each other. That's a weird prison move. <laughs> Is that your just cool down cup? Yeah. Oh fuck! I should have. I told like you a... I'm hotter than a sweating more than a fat dog in Koreatown. Hey, it's my grandpa's move. Or saying. Anyway, what you got, Mitch? Um. All right, back to me. This is a little fuck. This is the last one I got. These are gloves off. And um, what's her name? Uh, the girl from Mallrats. Yes, she does. Hey, Mitch. Uh, Hey, yeah. Mitch, uh, you broke up there after the uh, gloves off announcement. Go back and repeat that, sir. Oh, sorry. I was just showing Spencer a picture. She looks like the lady from uh, the love interest from the movie Mallrats. But um, so she's an advocate of so she's a mother of what, three? Um, so I guess like uh, like five or six years ago, she had like her uh, implants and her titties started leaking. So uh, it. it hit her immune system really hard and she couldn't figure out a way to like combat that. Um, and then it, for some reason she focuses a lot on uh, the effect it had on her dermatology. She was really upset that it gave her like rosacea, not that, you know, she has, you know, a compromised immune system. Um, so she went to the doctor and the doctor told her to rub egg whites on her face. She's a vegan, right? You can't do that. So she decides and she puts it, she says, uh, mm, I don't have it in my notes. She seemed to, it would, she thought it would be less gross than egg whites as a vegan um, to just rub cum on her face. Nutrients or the protein level. That's where you're wrong. Cum has plenty of nutrients, uh, vitamins. No, it does not have plenty. It has minim, minimal amounts. Well, it's not good for you to eat yourself. Trace amounts. No, you can't, nutrients. you shouldn't eat your own. Listen, go to my Instagram, my personal Instagram, at Mitchell Phillip. I, I did post this. You, I, um. You, you shouldn't eat your own cum because you're just, it's the nutrients that were just in your body. So you're not gaining anything. And if anything, you're losing something. But for someone else to eat your cum, it says here, uh, nearly 200 different vitamins and minerals from vitamin C, B12, and zinc, magnesium, and potassium. And she realized, so she started putting it on her face and her shit cleared up immediately. So her next thought was, uh, oh, by the way, she was getting this cum from a guy at the gym. She wasn't dating anybody. Ooh, that's a ballsy move. So she went up to this guy at the gym, and she's like, hey. And she, she is very nonchalant about this. I didn't feel awkward. He's a close friend. I was more embarrassed about my red face. So she asked this dude for his loads, and he's like, yeah, I'm jerking off every day anyway. And where do you want me to put it? And she's like, put it in a bucket and give it to me every time I see you at the gym. So now this guy's got to build his schedule around, you know, so I'm at the same time at the gym with this lady. Um, so she, he would hand off the cum. You know, do a, a sketchy deal in the parking lot. And then she'd go home and put it in her fridge. Um, and then after that, she decided, you know, it works so well on my face. I might as well start ingesting. So fast forward now, she's a mother of three. That's the picture of the cum all over her face. Oh, cool. I'm good. It's a photograph. Yeah. And, um, and she just keeps it in, like, ice cube trays in her fridge. It doesn't say how old her children are, but... Is it still the same guy? No, no. Now she's she's dating a guy who is, quote, unquote, more than happy to supply her with her needs. I wonder if she paid the guy, the gym guy. The boyfriend, obviously, he's going to give it for free. But if a girl at the gym came up to me and wanted my cum, I'd want, like, at least a Chili's gift card or something. Yeah, hook me up. Scratch my back. I'll come on yours. <laughs> <laughs> so 
No, it's fine. She says she she tries to ingest it at least four times a week, but hopefully daily. She'll ingest this guy's cum, which is also like, I don't even come that much. I'm a beer all young man. Uh, so basically she's saying she tries to get it, you know, during sexual intercourse. If she can, she'll just swallow it, you know, like the good old fashioned way. And you lose like minimal nutrients that way. But uh, the fresher, the better. I mean, you want it. You don't want previously frozen cum. You know, it's like fresh salmon versus frozen salmon. You want it fresh. Yeah. And she she vetted her, her gym friend. She said uh, she made sure he practiced safe sex. And I trust him, so I knew it would be fine. Um, which, why, why lie to a guy that's willing to just hand over his cum out of his gym bag, reach into his, his fucking Adidas bag, and hand you a fucking a, a rigid Tupperware full of semen? Um, so she's been dating this guy uh, for two years, and he's happy to supply her. Uh, sometimes I get my daily dose from sexual activity, but as I don't live with my boyfriend, also weird, Eating his cum and putting all over your face daily. Might as well give him a key, you know? <laughs> for sure. Um, when we're apart, he will produce samples for me. If I've got plenty, I freeze some. And it's important to keep it in the fridge to stop it from going off, as she says. It already went off, lady. And it's in the ice tray. Um, I would just hate to be one of her three kids. Because it doesn't say how old they are. If they were like, <laughs> you know, just have friends over, you know? Yeah, like, let's are- have some Kool-Aid. Get the ice trays. Those are mommy's ice trays. Yeah, as a, if I was a mother and doing that, the only way I would feel okay with it is if I had like a private freezer in my closet or something. Because to make your poor son look at your boyfriend's loads, well, that's the thing is it's cruel. Well, yeah, first of all, get a mini fridge. <laughs> like they're like sixty bucks at Home Depot. If you're if you're going through all this trouble, make the expenditure. Put a fucking I got a mini fridge in my bedroom. You can put a mini fridge in yours. So. Uh, she said, my boyfriend is delighted that I like eating his sperm. No shit. Um, and tells all his friends about it. But I'm not sure how their girlfriends. Yes, you do. Because you said that. <laughs> they are not stuffed. Um, were you saying her breast implants were leaking? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's, how, that's how she originally got down this train. Her breast implants were leaking and she needed like surgery to get them out. But that's what like originally compromised her immune system and made her break out. You know what's really cool as far as... Cause- it's not completely uncommon for breast impl- implants to leak, but um, there was this porn star lady, and then she quit porn, and she wanted to be taken more seriously as a sports broadcaster, and she was at a Washington Capitals game, and Alexander Ovechkin, who has one of the strongest shots in the NHL, he's the Russian machine, never breaks, hit her right in the titty and broke her implant. Her name <laughs> is uh, Mia, Mia Khalifa. Oh, yeah, I know her. I, I've seen the her. The fellas work. love Mia Khalifa. I've noticed uh, <laughs> a, big thumbs a up lot of her. guys with his right in the face. She's, she's famous. But she gets very offended because she said, just because I did a dozen porns doesn't make me a porn star. I'm more than that. But she's a one-tittied sports broadcaster, I guess. But imagine a hockey puck. What aim? What are the odds of that hitting right there and just bursting it? What, you think he did it on purpose? He is great. I mean, he he can hit the top, top scorer. Yeah, yeah, number one scorer in the NHL. Who knows uh, where he's putting that puck? So she says um, she prefers it when she has her boyfriend eat pineapples and mango because it tastes sweeter, and uh, when he drinks plenty of water. And she says she could eat that all day long. But uh, when he eats pungent foods like uh, asparagus or obviously meat, because she's a vegan, she's gonna swallow all your jizz and rub it all over her face. But she doesn't want you to eat meat. Um, so unfortunately. When he does that, she has to like just dump it in a smoothie and chug it down. Um, 
she told her parents about her unusual health kick. And uh, she says, I did notice some friends were slightly cheek, but they've all gotten over it now. Good. Um, what good hey, can you, uh, hey, Mitch, uh, repeat that one more time. Sorry. Which part? The pungent cum or the... So she told her parents, um, and they seemed to be fine with it. And her friends used to be freaked out. And uh, she says they used to be reluctant to kiss her on the cheek, but they've gotten over it. Which is also, who's kissing you on the cheek? What are we all in France? Knock it off. Isn't it? We're not in a funeral in Serbia. You don't have to like shake hands and kiss on the cheek. Um, I realize it's not everyone's taste, and it's entirely up to them if my children want to follow my routines. Well, good. I'm glad they're not forcing them into it. Yeah, don't don't twist their arm into eating all your cum. Uh, sunset's beautiful. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good to let your children make their own decisions when it comes to uh, your boyfriend's cum on their face. This lady's horrible. <laughs> She's hot, though, so... Her the... boob, she has those gross fake boobs that where you know they're fake from three three meters away. Like Where they look good in a, like a tank top, but once the bra comes off, they're like pointing different directions. I don't even think they look good in the tank top. Based on that picture, it's like, I just... But they don't fit her frame. I, I mean, not you know, I prefer natural boobs over fake boobs any day, but there are obviously some much better than others. Uh, fans out there, if you ever go to the subreddit um, flawed boltons, you will see many examples of washed breast implants. Flawed boltons. Yeah, not to be confused with Michael Bolton. That's another great subreddit. That's, that's a that's a, it's all tits that look like uh, Michael Bolton. <laughs> um, she says. I don't know about the whole science thing, but I do know I feel fitter and healthier than ever. I haven't had the flu in four years since I've been doing it, and I'm not worried about the coronavirus at all. I'll be fighting it off with sperm. So there's that piece of shit. Yeah, that's the kind of thing where it's like, okay, maybe, maybe it helped with your rosacea on your face, but stop adding the fact that, hey, I don't have colon cancer either, and, you know, I don't have asthma, and my diabetes is non-existent. Just... You have some good genes. Was it when people judge her about it? She said that it. Uh, she's like, it empowers her, probably. Oh yeah, probably. But then also, she's like, I don't see why it's so weird. Like, tons of women drink cum. Like, it's weirder to me that people drink milk out of a cow's udder. It's just now nah, she's she's using it as one of those like to make a vegan stance. And it's like, well, you know, I, I yeah, I'm drinking it out of the udder. I, I get the two percent out of the milk aisle. <laughs> You know, it seems a little bit normal. Also, I, don't, I, would, I would drink it out of the udder. I mean, I used to drink raw milk when I when I could get it when it was legal. And holy shit, is that a tr- is it good? It's hearty. It's it's unbelievably better, and it's addicting. Like I used to work at a health food store, and they sold it for sixteen dollars a gallon. Jesus. And I li- I lived in Flagstaff, and the close and the raw milk farm was four hours away, and um, it was so coveted. We'd only get like three cases a week and people would come and buy every single gallon and freeze it. And it became like a drug. I had multiple housewives come up to me screaming in my face because we were out of it. Demand to know where the farm is. And they straight up drove the <laughs> eight hours round trip just to get a gallon of milk. There's something about raw milk. It, like it, like you can feel it energizing you as you drink it. It's insane. Well, it's the original nourishment. Yeah. Stuck on your mama's titties, the closest thing you can get to, uh, you know, it's some raw milk. Does it expire faster? Yes, it does. Absolutely. Because it's not pasteurized. So the pasteurization, and the pasteurization process adds to the shelf life, but takes away uh, vital nutrients and stuff. That's why when you buy milk, 
you never want to get ultra pasteurized. You just want to get regular pasteurized. Yeah, I've, I tried like the, you know, almond milk's all right. Um, yeah. Silk is whatever. It's, well, it's, it's better because it has a shelf life. You know, I can just like, like when all this was going down, I just got a thing of almond milk because I can just put it in the pantry. Well, because they have, they make shelf stable ultra pasteurized milk that lasts for like a year. But I mean, I'm a, I'm as, uh, I'm not from the Midwest, but I eat like I'm from the Midwest. Yeah. I, I chug whole milk. I eat a lot of steak. And oh boy, do I like potatoes. I don't do whole milk. I go for 2%. Ooh, I rock whole, But baby. that's, it's like um, how I, I switched to LaCroix. And then after like a year of LaCroix and Perrier, then I tried to have like a Sprite. And it just tasted like syrup going down. Yeah, way where, too sweet. Yeah, we're like, uh, same thing with milk, where I, I grew up on whole milk. But then once I got like 2% in my system, you know, I got hooked on that. And then you try to have whole milk and it feels like you're just, it feels like a milkshake. Like it's so thick. I'm the opposite. Anything less than whole tastes like water to me, and I won't have it. <laughs> I'm American man yeah. with growing bones. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna start putting uh, cum on my frosted flakes from now on. Um, oh, she also made a. She kept referring to uh, when she didn't have to like when it was sweet. When she had like her boyfriend had pineapples or uh, like mangoes. She said she loved drinking it neat, <laughs> which stuck out no to me. No chaser. Particularly gross. Drinking cum neat. It's in a shot glass. Yeah, that makes it. Also, how big are his loads that you can actually like drink it like out of a cup? <laughs> it's like, like high five to this guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to disclose how big my loads are, but uh, less than an ounce, <laughs> that's for sure. And if he's filling up entire ice cube trays, she must have him. You know how like they put cows, they they don't hand milk them anymore they hook them up to those yeah. machines that just sucks it out maybe he has a machine like that that sucks to come out of him while he's at work that's what i'm saying she says when he goes out of town she makes him give her her supply which is like do you have to plan ahead for that like oh i'm going out of town on friday so i gotta jerk off twice a day for the rest of the week yeah that seems stressful or some people just produce more it's like same with breast milk like some women have such a hard time producing breast milk and then some moms produce so much they literally just give bags of it away like yeah i that's hot i went to someone's house who had three kids and i opened the freezer trying to get some i don't know like a popsicle or something and they were like literally, literally like three gallons worth of her breast milk there that she's like oh i freeze it and i ship it to my friend in Utah or idaho or something that's nice i i and um i don't know i think maybe in la but in new york they have places too where it's just like it's not like a cafe, but you can go in and purchase breast milk. So you're like, it's like a blood bank where you can like donate. You know, you get, you get, uh, you know, they do like a background check and a health test on you. And then if you're approved, you can donate breast milk. So if you, if you don't, you know, uh, what is it, lactate yourself, you can actually go in and purchase some of that coin quality, coin, fine quality nature. Um, That's it for that, that disgusting. Oh, she's also British. I don't know if that matters, but. They're usually into grosser stuff. They also have nicer taste buds. British? Yeah, because their foods are all bland. Yeah. Or I think that's... They all smoke a lot, too, so yeah. I feel like that fucks with their taste buds. Yeah. I don't know. But I gotta... I can't... I think this is... Yeah, this has got to be a gloves off. Gloves off. Tragedy. And I, I don't know if miscarriage of justice is the right term, but... <laughs> This man in Illinois shot his wife and shot himself because he feared they both had coronavirus. So he told his family before the uh, murder-suicide that, hey, listen up, we have, we have coronavirus, I'm sure of it. Thursday night, these county deputies responded to a welfare check at his home. 
Upon arrival, deputies discovered the bodies of 54-year-old Patrick and his wife, Cheryl, 59, in separate rooms of the house. The couple had gotten the test, but had not gotten the test results back. So there's just no follow So he couldn't wait for the... I mean, okay, it's still insane if he just thought, like, hey, I have coronavirus, I'm going to kill myself, I'm not even going to get tested. But he went, to the, he went through the effort of getting tested. Much like my friend, who I will not name, Keenan, who went through the effort of building <laughs> the rabbit trap. So during this pandemic, the vast majority of service calls that deputies have been responding to do involve domestic disputes and crisis intervention. Managing anyone who needs a domestic violence situation to call authorities to file an order of protection because there are probably a lot more domestic abuse, abuse cases going on because it's like, Hey, I don't beat my wife because I go to work and then I go get drunk with my buddies at uh, TGI Fridays. Yeah. By the time I get home, my wife's asleep. But now it's or we work opposite schedules. I didn't realize what a bitch she was until now. Yeah. And now we're home together all the time. And now I'm going to beat the shit out of her. <laughs> That's, I didn't even think about that. Uh, yeah. But uh, so, so they both died of, you know, shockingly gunshot wounds to the head, according to their autopsy. Their deaths were ruled a murder suicide. The murder weapon was found besides his body. The autopsy found that the couple tested negative, negatory, didn't have it. I've been there before, though. Like, uh, I hadn't played video games since, like, 2011, 2012. And then I gave my, because I gave my little brother my Xbox. I was like, I'm just killing too much time on here. But now, like, during the pandemic, my work gave me, like, three months off. So I'm literally just going, like, oh, I have nothing but time to kill. So I got a PlayStation, and then... The PlayStation's like, it's like, all right, it'll be there in three days. But the whole time, I'm just looking up YouTube videos of the games I bought. Like, oh, how good is this going to be? You know what I mean? I'm trying to relate to the anticipation of getting those results back and just not being able to, you know, just sit there and wait. Even though I haven't had it for so long, I can't wait the three days to wait, you know? Because that is, isn't that the turnaround for the test? Yeah. But it's like the idea of like... um I, that happens a lot in prison where, hey, I've been in prison for 10 years. I'm getting released in a month. And that one month is agonizing. And that one month feels like 10 years. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I did the first 10 standing on my head, no problem. Because you only do two days in prison. The day you walk in and the, the day, day you walk, walk out. out. I learned that on the streets. But uh, so, yeah, that's, I guess, it drops off for that. <laughs> yeah, the, the, George Thorogood, the official theme song of prisons. One cool thing, I guess this would be a hats off that's come out of this Corona thing is in Oklahoma, and I have seen many video and photos of it. There was this one week period in a national park where there were an unbelievable amount of Bigfoot sighting. Oh, maybe you less. Do you think less people? He's getting more and more ballsy. He can venture out. I think so. Like how dolphins are coming back to Venice. Yeah, exactly. And these people were, um, they were social distancing while hiking. But what was cool about all these Bigfoot photos, it was like a midget Bigfoot. It was a little tiny one. Oh, Littlefoot. He looked, no, Littlefoot. Super producer seems like he has something to say. Yeah. Are you, you got, Jeremy? are you guys talking about a conspiracy theory by chance on Bigfoot? They're just people have <laughs> photos of a supposed Bigfoot. And multiple people, a little Bigfoot, took photos. It wasn't just like the one guy who was out there, you know, Nessie at three in the morning when he's drunk as shit. It was all kinds of people. But there could be a conspiracy behind it. Pretty much there isn't a news story without a conspiracy behind it nowadays. So uh, what, do, what do you got? Something's going on. Going on. It must be a conspiracy. 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 Uh, I, I like the little cum at the end. 
I don't know if it is a conspiracy theory, though. I mean, it's just people in where where were they? Oklahoma. It's also is that I, when you say Bigfoot territory, I always think like uh, Pacific Northwest in the Turkey in Mountain, the Yukon in the Turkey Mountain, Turkey Mountain. Yeah. Hmm. But it, it was just such a cute Bigfoot. If you guys look it up, the Bigfoot was adorable. And it was just interesting, like I said, because it was one it wasn't one person seeing Bigfoot. It was a lot of people. So that doesn't mean it couldn't have still been a guy in a costume running around the Turkey Mountains, because that's the logical explanation. But do we want the logical explanation here at Hats Off, Gloves Off? Um, I doubt it. We want the surreal. We want the supernatural. Yeah, but also it's like we're, we're like the opposite of Occam's Razor, where you get rid of other possibilities, like the least likely is most likely to be true or whatever. We're the opposite where... We we just throw logic to the wayside because if we do throw a Hail Mary and we happen to be right, we fucking nailed it. I got an update. I'm willing to be wrong a thousand times if I can be right on Bigfoot. I got an update. You got an update? Yeah. yeah. Turns out it was just an employee of the Tulsa River Parks Department putting on a Bigfoot mask and running around to bring some humor to the community. Oh, okay. But there it was an em- yeah, an employee, not the real Bigfoot. Not a conspiracy. Well, technically a conspiracy. Oh, no, I guess a conspiracy needs to have multiple people working together. Yeah. And well, not, that, well, and that was probably fun for him. And not confessing and we'll, to being Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, of course. I wonder if he got in trouble. Um, I, what are they going to do? Fire him? Because another conspiracy, more, um, if you, any of our fans can Google this easily, but there was recently the Pope went on to a balcony to give a stand People were filming it, obviously, and it appears that they used a Pope hologram and not the actual Pope. Yeah. Because when the Pope turns around, he just, he doesn't walk away. He just disappears. So the conspiracy, I think, I haven't read into any of them, but I would think would be that the Pope has COVID. You know, he the, the Pope didn't want the masses to know he had it, so they pulled a Tupac and did a Pope hologram. But the video is hard to explain. It's there's no cutaways or anything. It's just a straight shot of the balcony and he straight up disappears. If it's a steady shot, it might be a lag where like just two seconds is missing, you know, where like those two steps where he walks away from the window. But I doubt it. The shot looks really weird. Um, but we're not seeing any white just, smoke at the Vatican. So yeah, who knows? it's really cool though. Maybe the Pope was a uh, hologram this entire time. Yeah. Or maybe Tupac wasn't a hologram. Maybe Tupac was a hologram before. And then when he said he died, that's when they brought the real Tupac out and said it was on the ground. What if the Vatican is like uh, Wakanda, where it looks like a city from the outside, but when you actually go in, it's like this thriving metropolis? I mean, we got to do some research, I think. All right. Hit us up if you have any uh, any leads for detective work. Um, let's see. Do you have anything else? I just got, I guess, a quick little, um, if I was this man, I would be stoked, uh, hats off for uh, Dr. Fauci, Fauci, however, Fauci, mm-hmm. I don't know how you say it, but uh, a lot of people get um, get represented on Saturday Night Live, and Fauci is kind of a nerdy guy, not, not super ugly, not super uh, good looking, but Brad Pitt played him on SNL. How stoked is he? yeah. That's way out of his league. I mean, like the right level is like I uh, see that who played Bernie Sanders, Larry David, both pretty ugly dudes. You know, that makes sense. But Fauci, 
Brad Pitt way out of his league. But uh, so that's a hats off for Fauci. But I do hate how they do that now on SNL, how instead of using our actual cast, they're like, OK, let's get Larry David. Let's get Baldwin. Let's get Brad Pitt. Fuck that. Like Will Ferrell had to play the president. Dana Carvey had to play the president. And now it's like, I don't know, when was Will Ferrell just going to be eating a brownie at craft services? Because yeah. Now he's not. I mean, these people are. We got Patrick Swayze to play George H.W. Yeah, don't take away from Keenan or, you know, he needs the work. He needs the save time. That's just, I don't like how they do that because they did the Baldwin thing. Baldwin has been playing Trump for years. Also, David, when he would play Bernie Sanders, they literally flew him from L.A. to New York once a week. Like I read an article, Larry David was like, thank God Bernie lost this election because I did not like doing that. But I didn't want to do that. Use the original cast. Sure. If they're a guest, if they're that evening's guest, go for it. But I don't like how SNL does that. Fuck that. Uh, Alec Baldwin with the Trump thing. Where it's like that ended up being like on every week's episode. And I was like, I know he did that for years. And that was lame because he wasn't a funny Trump. Like what made Will Ferrell's Bush so funny is that it was a character. Baldwin is such a good actor. He's just mimicking (laughs) Trump exactly. Yeah. Like it's too good. Like Will Forte's George Bush after Will Ferrell left was so funny. It was hard. Being president's hard. But uh, what makes those so good is that it's shtick, and they're playing exaggerated characters. Baldwin is just doing a really good job doing a Trump impression. Yeah. Also, yeah, it doesn't help have... that Brad Pitt's probably also bored. Because yeah, it was one of those, like, SNL at homes, you know? Yeah. So, so what is it, just, like, 90% digital shorts? I didn't I didn't watch it. All I watched was, that, was the intro where Brad Pitt played Fauci. But um, just, yeah, fuck outsourcing. Use your cast. You have a cast for a reason. Well, don't bring in super famous people. Yeah, why are you making these fucking, these four comics? Like, you have to do, like, what is it? You have to do, like, three impressions, two characters, and then, like, you stand up if you do stand up. Yeah, maybe a little weekend update. It's like, oh, glad you did all that. Thanks for showing us your range. But we've got Kevin Costner here. <laughs> and we're going to bring him in every other week for a year. um all right is that it yeah that's about it this is a short episode this week guys we uh have a moth infestation we got to take care of and it's hot as fuck in here yeah get the ac on we got to go to the store yeah well spencer's going to the store i'm not going with him because we're social distancing wink wink we got masks. i love you guys thanks for um tuning in if you're listening to this sorry for any technical issues jeremy bean will clean it up though we trust him um at hogo pod on instagram at robot spencer at mitchell fill up spencer's catching moths in the background so there's literally three more four more as you walk to one's on the carpet dude one right there fuck hit my head um we, we get I some light yeah there's, light. there's one above the kitchen Christ. oh dude there's like 12 in here where the fuck are they coming from <laughs> oh shit all right guys we're getting attacked by mothra this is not cool it's only a matter of time until the big one shows up oh my God. All right. All right.